Hello and welcome to the Real Food Whole Health Podcast, where it's all about real food and holistic living in the real world. With your host, nutritional therapist, Amy Love. And please note our disclaimer, all information and content in this podcast is for general information only and not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hello and welcome to the Real Food Whole Health Podcast. Today is Tuesday, so it's Real Food Travel Tuesday. And when we left you last week, we had just figured out our coolant issue in Gallup, New Mexico, and we're on our way finally to Sedona. I'm here again with my husband, Matt. Hello. And we were so excited to get on the road. And I was so glad that the coolant issue was not more uh, than a coolant issue. Yeah, that was great. And then Sedona. We've been looking forward to Sedona for a long time. Yeah, Sedona's really been on our list for, I mean, ever. Many, many years. And so we, even in Texas, we had hoped to go. And it always seemed like we couldn't get over that way. So anyway, we were really pumped to get there. And it wasn't really too bad of a drive um, from Gallup, New Mexico. What was really fun is that along the way, we got some little unexpected stops that we weren't anticipating, but that actually turned out to be really amazing. So While we're driving over to Sedona, we pass signs for the Painted Desert uh, and the Petrified Forest, which is, I think, a national park. So anyway, we kept seeing these signs. And, you know, I mean, there's always signs on the highway that, you know, advertise different things. And I thought, well, we're in the motorhome and towing a vehicle. And there's like no way that we can, you know, go there. But I kept seeing the signs and I was like, oh, that sounds so cool. And, you know, we'd been so ready for adventure. It was like, let's just go do something. And so... I looked it up on the phone. We passed through an area that we actually got reception. And so I looked it up on the phone and sure enough, like they have really nice roads there and it's totally open to RVs and motorhomes. And it was, you know, really drivable. So we decided to take the chance and go because, you know, sometimes you don't know, like you don't want to end up in a big bus, like off the road for miles and then potholes and have to turn around and stuff. Yeah, we can't turn around easy. We can't back up with the tow in the car. So. Yeah. So you, you really have to be careful when you want to go off roading really. But, um, anyway, this actually turned out to be amazing and it was so beautiful. So the first you come to the painted desert and it's just like this amazing, um, like Canyon and it, the colors are just so incredible. I mean, it was you know, one of those blue, blue days, like hardly any clouds in the sky and, you know, all the red of the rocks and the, you know, all the striations of color, it just pop out. It's just an incredible view. Oh, and it's forever, you know, I mean, it just went and went and went. And so that was really amazing. And then from there, you go into the petrified forest. And so the petrified forest is actually, um, like petrified wood. It's, it's, a forest that used to be there long ago um but then the trees like fell down and and died and everything but then they turned to stone um because it's that old and so what's really cool is a lot of the areas you can get out and I mean first of all just driving through is beautiful but some areas you can get out and get up close and see some of the wood and you know I mean it's incredible to see what happens when wood turns to stone the the layers and the colors and just the patterns it's really incredible um so that was a lot of fun and really unexpected and I highly recommend stopping through there you know if you're kind of on the way because it really is kind of out in the middle of nowhere and what was really funny is while we're standing at the painted desert you know looking at these canyons um you know you can see the highway what is it 40 over there 
Highway 40? I think so, yeah. Yeah, you can see it over in the distance, and it's like... Yeah, they're all driving right by and, and had no, no idea. idea. And it's like one of those things where the, the, you know, the land just goes along just straight. And then all of a sudden it drops off into these magnificent canyons. And so if you didn't know it was there, well, you wouldn't know it was there. So anyway, it was amazing. And I'm so glad that we took that detour. And it really only added maybe like an hour and a half, maybe two yeah, hours. I think two hours. Yeah. It, dump, it dumps you out a little further from the interstate. Yeah, but it wasn't really that big of a deal. And we weren't on any kind of a strict, strict timeline. So, um, you know, we knew that that was travel day. We didn't really have, you know, plans that evening. Um, it was sort of open. So that worked out really well. And so we ended up getting into um, Sedona later actually we didn't stay right in Sedona we stayed a little outside in Camp Verde um, Arizona at Distant Drums RV Park and that actually worked out really well because there was an RV park down in Sedona but it I'm glad that we didn't stay there because by the time that we saw it and it was beautiful it was very pretty there, yeah. but it was really in the middle of town it would have been very hard to get to um, with different elevation changes and then there's lots of roundabouts um, heading into Sedona so navigating all that would have been a little bit hairy and so anyway so we went down to um, to Camp Verde and the RV park was really lovely everybody was very nice but what was so funny is that we had this spot like over in the corner and this is the first kind of back-end spot that we've had they've had some that you can kind of pull through so you just like pull in and pull out and, uh, and it's not really a big deal, but this is like a back-in or a pull-in. I mean, you can do either one. And uh, it was on the edge of a cliff. Yeah, the canyon there. <laughs> and we're pulling up because we're so long, and we have to keep pulling up and pulling up. And I keep looking at Amy like, uh, Am I going off the cliff? <laughs> like, And I'm sitting there trying to direct. And, of course, you know, our neighbor, it was so funny. Of course, that's the day she's having, like, family over for a cookout and like the grandkids are running around and dogs are running around and I'm like oh my gosh like watching them watching him not drive off a cliff it was a little crazy but anyway the view was amazing we just like were right there at sunset so it was really lovely um and you know on travel day it's kind of nice to go out to dinner because you know you've kind of already cleaned in the morning you've packed everything up you've traveled and then you're really ready to kind of get out and plus when you get to the new place like you want to go explore so sometimes you're tired and you know you just want to hang around but usually we want to go out to dinner and so we didn't have a plan and we were like oh we'll just go down into Sedona and like find some place and it kind of didn't necessarily work out that way no you know it, it got it got dark like and really fast really dark and Getting to Sedona from where we were, there's not much there. So we're driving in these pitch black roads. Oh, it was so dark. And we're like, <laughs> I mean, we kind of were laughing because we're like, you know, Sedona's known for the red rocks, right? We, we, and know, like, we know it's pretty it's back It's all there. around us. We know it, but we can't see a single thing. And, of course, like, there's no streetlights or anything. And uh, so it's very dark. And you feel like, am I even in the right place? And anyway, it was hysterical, especially once we saw what what the sites were the next yeah, day. The next we were day. like, wow, we were driving past all of this. Um, but anyway, we ended up at um, this fabulous Italian restaurant. and yeah, kind of on the edge of town, not downtown. Exactly. But. Yeah, this really nice little new um, kind of shopping center area um, by a big hotel. There was um, this neat little area. And anyway, the restaurant was called Cucina Rustica. And it was so lovely. I had you know, pulled it up on the phone. I was trying to look for, I always do searches for like organic restaurants or farm to table or, 
whatever. If that fails, I try to look for gluten-free or, you know, grass-fed. I try to use any kind of keyword to, like, bring up a place that we want to eat. And this place, um, I think, came up under, like, farm-to-table. And everything's made from scratch and, you know, really artfully done. And the chef is actually quite an enterprising entrepreneur in the area. She has a several several different restaurants, yeah. actually. Um, all extremely highly rated and I can totally see why because the meal was incredible the the inside actually was done like a courtyard like an Italian courtyard and so even though you're inside you feel like you're outside and there was like you know the trompe l'oeil sky and there was like arches and there was like fountains and candlelight and there was live music you know somebody was playing like Spanish guitar yeah flamenco yeah. guitar which is like our favorite and it was just so so nice and after travel day like it was really cool um and the service was really lovely and the food was of course delicious and um and then the chef was at the next table so we got to visit with her and uh you know it's always a good sign when chefs eat in the restaurant so she was having a, a dinner meeting and so we just popped by on the way out and just thanked her and, and told her how much we enjoyed it and um she was super nice and we visited a little bit so um, really cool, definitely recommend it. And so then we drove home in the dark and uh, again didn't know everything we were missing. Um, so the next day we got up and went into the into the city into Sedona, um, knowing that we were you know gonna spend the day there. So we ran somewhere for kind of a late breakfast. I don't even remember the name of the place. It wasn't very good, so I wouldn't recommend it, but um, we ended up, you know, kind of exploring that downtown. I think we ended up going by Whole Foods and, like, getting a juice or something because it was, like, yeah. breakfast didn't really fly. Maybe something to tide us over there. <laughs> yeah, it didn't really work out. So um, we ended up going, like, that scenic drive into um, Sedona, I think, is the Red Rock Scenic Byway. And that is just amazing. I mean, it's like when you come upon the city and, you know, you, you go through all these little roundabouts and you pass all these cool little shops and everything and you see all the – the rocks everywhere, the beautiful red rocks. And, you know, again, we were blessed with, like, such a, a bluebird of a day. It was just blue-blue sky. It is the desert out there, so I think that's a lot of blue sky. Well, that's true, yeah. It's not the rainy northwest or anything. But it was so beautiful. And, I mean, just really breathtaking. And so we went over to Bell Rock. I think that was one of our first stops and kind of you know hiked around there and, and visited the vortex you know Sedona's known for its energy vortexes and not to be too woo-woo but that's pretty interesting and you know I have a background in massage therapy and energy work and you know as a nutritional therapist like I kind of do a lot with with that kind of thing and so it was really interesting to kind of experience that and I mean I won't say we had any real like groundbreaking experiences or anything you know and we certainly had no you know like <laughs> UFO sightings or anything <laughs> wild or crazy but um, but it was just neat and it's just such a beautiful place and you're out in nature and you just feel like really inspired anyway. So that was really cool. Um, and then from Bell Rock, Bell Rock, there's sort of that whole like courthouse loop. Um, it's like a hiking trail and you can kind of do the courthouse loop and it goes by several different rocks. And, um, I think on courthouse loop, there's even another vortex, but anyway, we went over to Cathedral Rock. There's a vortex there. It was just kind of fun, you know, to check it out and see, like, ooh, do we feel anything? You know, what's different? And it was kind of cool because some of the plants and stuff would grow kind of weird around there. And I don't know, kind of cool. Um, but we did some scenic drives of that, like the Western Gateway. You can kind of come in from the other way. And Thunder Mountain's like a really big um, rock formation there that you can see. I think it's one of the biggest or maybe the biggest 
formation so you can kind of see it from all around. Um, and then we just drove. We went Sterling Canyon, um, and that went, like, past the Devil's Bridge, and then Boynton Canyon. We actually didn't do the hike there. There is a vortex hike um, in Boynton Canyon, but we, we just didn't get to do it that day. Um, and then Sycamore Canyon, and you go past, what's it called, Robber's Roost? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and that's like a horse thief. You know, the history is like horse thieves, like, hid their booty there. You know, all their contraband, the stuff they stole. That was like a big area for that. And, you know, it's just kind of fun history. And then Sycamore Pass was just like so amazing. You go down into Sycamore Canyon. There's like a big wilderness there. And, uh, you know, the whole time you're driving on this, like, kind of narrow road and, You've got canyons all around you and then like all those rocks and and the rivers and yeah, yeah rivers running through there and crossing over at different places and you know matt was driving actually and he couldn't see a lot of stuff because it's kind of so windy yeah kind of tight turns and it was kind of busy there were people coming from all different directions and and people riding bikes and stuff so he really wanted to pay attention so i kept pointing things out and he was like yeah i kind of see it so when we got down to the end of the um the wilderness we we switched drivers so that he could see it on the way back and i got to experience the windy road but you know from there you kind of can um go up schneebly hill road and um that is kind of a wacky thing it's like i don't know 10 11 miles it's super like bumpy and steep and winding and we actually didn't make it the whole way i like i said it's like 10 or 11 miles but i think only like a mile or two is paved and so we kind of wimped out, like, after a, a bit of the potholes and whatever, you know, we were just in a little crossover SUV, like, not in a big Jeep or any 4x4 four four or anything like that. So that would have been maybe a little bit easier to do that. But needless to say, the part that we saw was, like, really amazing. Um, and the views, you know, you kind of can't go wrong anywhere you go through there. Um, and then Red Rocks Crossing is, like, the don't-miss sunset uh, destination. So... That's really pretty, and you'll see lots of photographers there, and it's just really gorgeous. And the sunsets with the red rocks. The red rocks. Oh. The glow. Is the just... glow. The whole thing glows. And uh, so that was just really awesome. So we really enjoyed that. Um, let's see. So that was kind of that day. And then I think the next day we went in back to downtown and, I don't know, went and had lunch somewhere. Now we're, like, totally spectacular, we would tell you about, but... Um, something local and then we went to the um wine place um it's called the art of wine and they had all arizona wines and i would not have suspected that arizona grew a lot of wine yeah or, you wouldn't think so because arizona, don't grow is, wine, but arizona is known for hot and dry so yeah i mean i wasn't really thinking oh they're a great winemaking region but i have to say i was actually pretty impressed they were good yeah yeah i mean it's not like you know the same as some of the wine countries and and things like that but it was actually really good so that was kind of a fun diversion we didn't plan on it at all but we were walking around and they had like a a sign out that they were doing wine tastings and it was really funny because the guy there actually ended up being from new hampshire and so at like the next town over from where where we had our farm so that was a lot to talk about and you know we kind of all knew the same things and it was really interesting to hear his journey and how he ended up in um, Arizona at a wine shop and he had just purchased the wine shop so it was kind of cool um, so we did that and then we went over to the outdoor shopping place and uh, this is a really famous it's called Tulake Pake and that's kind of a hard word to say 
Um, but anyway, it is a really cool outdoor kind of mall, and but it's all local. Yeah, it's pretty big too. It's There's huge. A lot going on. A lot of restaurants. A lot of local artists and yeah, things like that. Yeah, lots of art, and that was really fun. And you know, it's outdoors, and so, you know, there's lots of live music in different places. Again, somebody was doing the Spanish guitar, and then somewhere else somebody was singing. or it's a keyboard or yeah, something. Yeah, different things in different areas, and there's lots of fountains. There's tons of places to just kind of sit and, you know, be under the big cottonwood trees and just kind of hang out, and there was this one gallery that had a lot of those spinning wind um sculptures and I just absolutely love those. I actually have a little video. I'll have to put it on the show notes if I can get it off my phone, but it was so beautiful and just really neat. I think we ended up having some Mexican food around there cuz I'm such a sucker for Mexican <laughs> food and <laughs> so it was really delicious and we just kind of like walked around and um they had a place that did olive oil and um spirit tasting. It's called Vomfoss. I know it's um kind of a small chain. I think they have in certain different you know, states, but, um, it's a place where you can go in and get like bulk oil. So I think I got some, what did I get? Hazelnut. hazelnut yeah. Too. Hazelnut oil. I love hazelnut oil with, um, Brussels sprouts and in my salad dressings. Salad, yeah. yeah. It's really good. So I got a little bottle of that. And then I think we tried some different spirits and it was just kind of fun to walk around and sample different things and look at the art and all that. So that was a fun day and they have lots of sculptures and everything. So we were taking funny pictures and, um, great people watching, so that was super fun. Um, and then we drove up to the airport. I'm thinking it was that day that we drove up to the airport, but the airport um, actually has a vortex, and it's got an incredible, incredible view. Like, do not miss it if you go, because... You go up quite a ways. Yeah, it's really kind of a wild drive up there. Um, and you're like, really? This is going to an airport? And... Uh, course it's a small airport but you get up and and you there's an area to park and then you walk across the street and there's just amazing views and it was really stunning like that was definitely definitely worth it um so that was a lot of fun and I think that was kind of that that whole next day I mean that was a lot to fit into a day um and then I found a chiropractor in Cottonwood which was just another town over and so I went and got an adjustment um, and he was just phenomenal. Actually, you ended up going like yeah, a day I or went. two later. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and I had breakfast solo. Um, Matt was working. And so I went and had breakfast and, and got my adjustment. And I think it was called the Old Town Red Rooster Cafe or something like that in downtown Cottonwood. Such a sweet little place. You know, mom and pop kind of place. Really low key. Really just honest to goodness. You know, eggs and you know, uncured bacon and, you know, vegetables and whatever. It was just so nice to sit there and kind of watch the world go by. So that was kind of a nice little outing by myself. And um, that's a really cute little town with a lot of downtown stuff going on. And, I mean, they have areas of the town, too, with, like, the normal shopping. But the downtown was really cute. So, um, and then that night, we got to go to Elote, um, which is kind of a an off-talked-about Yeah, it's a pretty famous one. Restaurant, yeah, in Sedona. Yeah. And uh, it really had quite the weight. It fills up quick. Oh, my wow. gosh. Yeah, we didn't expect, I mean, it wasn't even like a Friday or Saturday night. Like, we didn't expect it to be that busy, but it was. And uh, we even went a little early, I think, and it was still crazy busy. So I think we had an hour and a half wait, and uh, but we'd already, like, totally committed to going there, and we didn't want to go anywhere else. So 
you know, you can grab a drink and I mean, they plan for waves. Like they have a whole area for people to kind of camp out because it's popular and it's a small restaurant and they do things right. And so, um, they had this little like popcorn bar or something. I don't know. I don't remember, but I think they give you like a little like yeah, chili powder side of popcorn, popcorn you can get and a margarita some, yeah. or something. Which <laughs> is kind of fun. Um, we don't usually take advantage of popcorn, but anyway, I think we had a couple bites and ended up meeting this other couple that got there around the same time as us. And they were really interesting people. And they just gotten back from the grand Canyon that day. And we struck up a conversation and, um, they, I think he was an emergency room surgeon and she was uh, some kind of doctor she of pharmacist doctor, yeah. or something anyway. So we had a lot of interesting things to talk about. And uh, they actually had those, um, like the beanbag games out there. I think they call them cornhole or something like that, depending on where you're from in the country. And it was a blast because we ended up playing and kind of putting on a show for a lot of other people <laughs> waiting. Because uh, I'm, you know, we're not that great at beanbags, but it was. We got better. As we it did went get on. better. We did. Yeah, we actually won. I think in the end, but it was really fun, and uh, you know, it really passed the time quickly. And so, uh, we both, both of us couples, ended up getting seated near each other, and so we kind of like sent drinks over and kept talking to each other throughout the meal. And anyway, it was very delicious. I don't exactly remember what we had, but it was so good, and I would highly recommend. Um, Elote and uh, if you're in Sedona it was just really nice and like I said even even the weight can be sort of bearable so we sort of made an early night of it that night and I think that was right before we left um, yeah it was either the next day I think maybe that we were getting ready to pack up and head out to Phoenix yeah yeah we had we went to Phoenix next and uh, that wasn't too bad of a drive I think it was like an hour and a half or two hours and uh and we got over there and checked into the Desert's Edge uh, RV park. They also call it the Purple Park, which I think it used to be. I think there was like purple. Purple, mulch or yeah, and it's not really purple anymore. The sun's kind of faded. It. Yeah, they still call it that. But anyway, that was fun, and we were only going to be in Phoenix for a short time, so um, it was kind of our pasture on the way to San Diego. So anyway, but it was it was really nice, and uh, I ended up meeting up with uh, Kelly Liston, who's from Olardi.com. We had a fantastic, um, fantastic lunch over at Taco Guild, um, which is like a, a farm-to-table taco place that she recommended, and so she and her daughter and I had lunch, and that was really fun, and you know, it's always fun to connect with our, our real foodie blogging friends, and you know, hang out in person in real life, not just the computer. Um, so that was fun. And then that night or maybe the next night we decided to go out to dinner. Um, and everybody was talking about Tarbells and they really were saying how phenomenal it was. And so, you know, a lot of the reviews had talked about their homemade burrata. And I was so in the mood for homemade burrata. If yeah. you don't know about burrata. Yeah, Amy has some sort of obsession with burrata. I do have an obsession with burrata. It's and so good. It's especially like, then. She was having these cravings for it. Yeah, almost. it was bizarre. I don't know. I, it was the time of year or something. I don't know. But anyway, you know, it was like, um, so burrata is a, it's like a mozzarella cheese, like homemade mozzarella, but it's cream filled. And it's just so amazingly delicious. And especially, you know, on a caprese salad or something like that. So, so good. Um anyway they make it there and I thought oh I am so having that so we went specifically to have the burrata and of course they were out. out yeah they were out so I was so bummed and I'm like 
I actually kind of got pouty and was like, oh, we'll just go somewhere else. And Yeah, there was a place not too far, an Italian place that had burrata, too. Yeah. We were, we were thinking of going we there. Thought, yeah, that was our, like, backup, right? But Tarbell's was right a little higher and, and seemed to have, like, more farm to table, like, grass-fed stuff. So we were like, okay, we'll just hang out there. But, um, but when they didn't have the burrata, it was like, oh, no. So the server kind of knew, like, he was so nice. And he knew we were disappointed. And so... They brought us over some we said like okay we're just gonna we're just gonna go and so he and the manager came over and you know they're like oh i'm so sorry i mean we were so nice like we weren't like throwing a fit they were out of burrata but it was kind of disappointing and uh they brought us steak tartare which one of our favorites but they did it really well oh my gracious delicious i don't know if they had truffle oil on it or something or I don't what remember, but it was completely it was delicious so good and i mean just, that really changed our mind yeah i just couldn't believe they brought that over to us it yeah was, it was so on nice the house they just brought it over and they were like you know we just want you to have this and you know if you still leave like that's fine but we just wanted to leave you with a little something and of course like after they had been so gracious and it had been so delicious you know, we weren't going to, like, turn that down and, and leave. And it's, like, actually so good that we didn't because we ended up splitting a scallop dish. And I don't understand. Phoenix <laughs> is landlocked. You know, they shouldn't be known for their seafood, but I think those were the best scallops I've ever had. Yeah, they were pretty incredible. I don't know what was going on, but um, that was amazing. And the chef came out and talked to us, and we were just, like, trying to get all his secrets for you know, how he was able to make such amazing scallops. And I can't even remember what came with it, but the whole dish, like, came together so perfectly. We left extremely happy. And like I said, they were just so nice and gracious. And, I mean, anytime you get service like that, it was just it's just really nice. So that was a perfect end to our night, you know, in Phoenix, to our Phoenix visit. So the next day we got ready and went, uh, you know, packed up, travel day, and started heading towards San Diego. We were so excited to get to the ocean again. Yeah. Oh, we couldn't wait because, you know, that was one thing so amazing about New Hampshire and Maine is we're right there on the seacoast. And so we'd been landlocked for a while and, you know, we'd been so delayed on getting started on our trip that we were just so eager to get over and, and get to California. In fact, the only other time that you had been to California, I think, was when we picked up the motorhome. That and I was in Lake Tahoe once. Oh, that, yeah. We went to Tahoe. That but barely it, counts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's right pretty much edge. Nevada. Yeah. So, um, but we... We're really anxious to get there and, you know, check out San Diego and all of that. So, anyway, it was really kind of a, a cool drive over. It was, I don't remember how long, maybe six hours or so. But, um, you know, the landscape changed so dramatically. Um, yeah, as soon as you get into California, it's all sand dunes. Oh, it was. It was so neat, though. Yeah, I mean, it kind of, I was totally unexpected um, to have those sand dunes. And we ended up going through mountains it was very rugged we gained a lot of elevation and um i think there were some like sheep you know the mountain sheep crossing and things like that that was really cool and you know we just weren't expecting any of that stuff and uh we even were treated to kind of an air show on the way because uh we were driving through we were still in new mexico and we're driving through i mean arizona we're still in arizona and we're driving through this area with a lot of farmland, and we're almost California. And um, I see this plane, and I really thought it was a crop duster. I didn't know what was going on. 
And then we see him do like this crazy loop. And I said, Matt, like, look at that acrobatic crop duster. We keep watching. And then all of a sudden he's doing a nosedive. Yeah. Like, <laughs> thinking, wait that's, a minute. That's no crop duster. Yeah. This is looking a little strange. And then he's like zooming up in the air and kind of, and then we see more. And so what it was actually was the Blue Angels. And we had no idea that there was a show going on. Um, but we were treated to this entire Blue Angel show. And so thankfully there was a little, you know, roadside rest stop. Yeah, we right got there. to pull off. And we pulled off and we were able to watch it. It was amazing. And, uh, I mean, they were just doing some really incredible tricks. And it kind of makes your heart stop when, you know, I think there's like five of them up there in like formation. And, you know, they're so close to each other. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, please, like, be safe. Like, the whole time we were kind of freaking out. But... It was really cool, and a whole bunch of other people had stopped along the road, so we were visiting and, you know, talking to different people about where they were going and stuff. So anyway, and then uh, and then we headed into San Diego. So we'll get into our San Diego details um, next week, and uh, all the show notes for today and all the spots in Sedona are going to be um, available on our website, realfoodwholehealth.com, under podcasts. Under episodes, you'll find the show notes for today's episode along with all the links that we talked about for restaurants, websites, anything else um, so that you can plan your trip. So thanks so much for joining us today, and we will see you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining us today, and please remember to leave us an iTunes review. Also, head over to our website at realfoodwholehealth.com and enter your email to receive free goodies, discounts, updates, and more. See you next time on the Real Food Whole Health Podcast.